Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. 2 Samuel 23 reads, Now these be the last words of David. David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, said, The rock of Israel spake to me, He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. And he shall be as the light of the morning when the sun riseth, even the morning without clouds, as a tender grass springing out of the earth by clear shining after rain. Although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and sure. For this is all my salvation and all my desire, although may he make it not to grow. Life is full of the unexpected. To each of us, the future is really just a blank wall. Only time can paint on it the mural of what our lives have been. David knew his time here was drawing to a close, and as a man who had loved his people, striven to be faithful to his God, and cared what would happen when he was gone, it's easy to picture him as the shadows gathered around his bedside, trying to pierce the impenetrable questions of the destiny of his beloved nation. And his questioning was rewarded for the light that had brightened his often rocky pathway with hope and courage opened up to him once again the vision of what a king should really be, although he was obliged in the honesty of his soul to admit that his household, meaning the heirs to his throne, were not suited to be ideal rulers of a people. So if not his sons, what then was he describing in this powerful last will and testament? While the precise form, including the time and manner of his appearing, was denied to David, his eyelids nevertheless closed for the last time on the majestic outline of a divine form that would forever fulfill the greatest yearning of the whole human race, a just and holy sovereign who would be qualified to reign over all the world. It is as if the old king climbed once again the mountain of pure inspiration, looking back from its heights on his countrymen, set before them the brilliant gleam of eternity that would be the most powerful possible inducement for them and us to live in the ancient covenant begun with Abraham, developed with Moses, handed down from father to son, still living today. In words that could never properly be applied to any but the Lord Jesus Christ, David said first, He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. Probably David was the best of Israel's kings, But no matter how closely he walked with God, or how much he tried to be objective, he couldn't see into people's hearts. There are none of us, for that matter, who can safely say we fully know our own hearts. Besides that, he wasn't always at his best. His failures tainted his reign, caused the most loyal of his suspects, subjects rather, to have grounds to distrust him, and sowed the seeds that eventually led to a divided nation. And that, friends is a long, sordid history of human rule. The lofty lords of our nation and age today do no better. The whole creation needs a truly noble king, one who can read our hearts and who is forever just in all his dealings. The Lord's justice is almost beyond human comprehension. The Bible speaks often of the glory of God. His glory is his righteousness, as as revealed even from the beginning of creation. He could say that everything he made was good because every part of it was exactly right. Compared to that standard, we all fall short. But scripture prophesied of Christ that he would not judge according to the seeing of his eyes. In other words, deal with us 
by causing every failure to meet its just recompense. Like only a noble king can do, he took our sins and nailed them to the cross. So that when Satan shouts our failures down on our heads, we can say, yes, I know I'm not perfect, but look at my big brother. Jesus is perfect, and he put some of his righteousness on me. Part of the mystery of his kingdom is that he can carry out every part of it, protecting and taking care of his little sheep in ways all unsuspected to a sinful world about us. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Author's Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Author's Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.